Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Not like there are, are clicks on the plane, and I guess you can't be clickish on the plane. You're on a you're on a flying coffin for crying out loud. And Chris Ello. The Angels are in uh, Anaheim to take on the LA Angels of Anaheim. Uh, we I'm are sorry, here. What? It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! Plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Left-hander set, the pitch, and a swing and a miss. Martinez strikes out to end the game, and Blake Snell and the Padres come to Los Angeles and take two out of three. Padres win a series from the Dodgers for the first time since June of 2021. Here's the three and one on the ground to the right side should be the game big hop for Kim runs it most of the way to first underhand flip to Cooper in plenty of time Luis Garcia a one two three bottom of the ninth inning here's the two two and a swing and a miss got a fastball past him at 97 miles an hour Langoliers strikes out and the ball game is over and that's it in the air out to right field Fernando fighting the sun a little bit using his glove to shield his eyes he makes the catch and the ball game is over for the first time this season the Padres have won four straight here's the 1-0 swing and a fly ball down the right field line deep Tatis into the corner in front of the porch on the track he makes the catch and the ball game is over Brenton Doyle missed not by much but he missed and Josh Hader collects his 30th save of the year the Padres have won five straight Grisham runs, here's the pitch, and that's it in the air. Deep down the left field line, Jones over to the wall, at the fence, gonna go! Home run, Xander Bogarts! The Padres, a walk-off win, down to their final strike in the bottom of the ninth inning. Here's the pitch from Hayter. That one's muscled in the air to right. Fernando charging in, makes a right turn, makes the catch, and the ball game is over. Josh Hader comes on to close it out. His 31st save of the year, and the Padres have swept the Rockies. They have won seven in a row and eight of their last nine. Wow. 
Seven in a row, especially after last night. Frank Marchese put that together. Thank you, Frank, for doing that. It was good to walk down memory lane for a second because it it has been such a tough time this year for Padres fans that I'm I'm as confused as I ever have been about this team. This team looks like the team that we thought we were going to get from the beginning of the year. This team looks like a team that is getting ready for the playoffs. But, you know, it may be too little too late. I'm Matt Scravey. This is Gwen and Chris post-post-game show here on 97.3 The Fan. Chris is back on Monday. Tony's going to join me in studio tomorrow. Got Frank Marchese in here as well. We have a lot to talk about today. We have the win last night, the Bogarts walk-off. We have to talk uh, about Bogarts and talk about how he's been hitting the ball, the cover off the ball here recently. We're also going to talk about some of the scoreboard watching out there. Uh, the Right now, the Mets are leading the Miami Marlins 3-1 in the bottom of the fourth. You need the Mets to win that game. You need the Pirates to win their game. Uh, and so we're going to keep an eye on that as we go along. Also, we have a pair of tickets to give away. Not right now. But later, we have a pair of tickets to give away to Friday's San Diego State game against Boise State. Catch Friday Night Lights at Snapdragon Stadium. Head to GoAztecs.com for tickets. This, today, was the first one-run win since July 21st. They had to do it in comeback fashion. And, again, I am as confused as I have been all season long about this team it is the the team has somehow with all of the turmoil that is being placed on them from the outside somehow has found a way to continue to win and somehow has found a way to come from behind and win last night was incredible with Xander Bogarts i was at home i jumped out of my seat because I, I, I wanted it so bad for him and for the team. I want this win streak to keep going. But at the same time, the reason it makes me confused is because th- where was this all season long? And I understand that there's certain reasons for it. Xander Bogarts looks like he's finally healthy for the first time since early, early, early in the season. And Blake Snell is a Cy Young Award nominee. He's in the lead right now for the Cy Young, in my opinion. He went seven last night, didn't give up a hit, and he's only given up one hit in the last 45 batters, Blake Snell. The last hit he gave up was Mookie Betts on September 13th. So that is just showing you how great Blake Snell has pitched here like all season long. I can't even remember the last time Blake Snell had an iffy start. And it just causes more questions in my mind about what is going to happen with Blake in the offseason. I would love for Blake Snell to be a part of this team next year and, and going forward. But I, I, I just still don't know that I'm willing to give up the amount of money that he is commanding and will command on the free agent market because his agent, Scott Boris, we know that. Scott Boris is going to get as much money as possible for Blake Snell. I don't know that the Padres are in a place where they can pay Blake Snell unless they move some contracts around. But Blake Snell has been a revelation for the team this year. And really through certain points of the year, 
the only thing that we were looking forward to in these games was a start from Blake Snell. We wanted to see if he could continue it. And he's definitely continuing it. And it, it was it was nice to see last night. It was really nice to see last night Blake Snell doing his thing. So I feel like he locked up the Cy Young last night. I know that there's two more starts to go for him. Uh, I think that's what Tony and Jesse were saying. There's two more starts. And there were not very good starts by Spencer Strider last night. And not very good in comparison to what Blake Snell did and Zach Gallon as well. Uh, Justin Steele is actually pitching right now and the top of the third. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. The Cubs are leading the pirates one to nothing. So I, I just can't say enough about this last seven game win streak and about what this team has found in this month of September, not even in the month of September, since they went to Los Angeles and started playing the Dodgers last week, this team has found another gear. And again, the turmoil behind this team or around this team from the outside, the outside noise, they call it, is loudest. It's the loudest it's been in years. And somehow they have been able to block it out and somehow they have been able to keep continue to win. So uh, we're going to be talking about this all up until 7 p.m. If you have any thoughts, 833-288-0973. Am I the only one who is worried about signing Blake Snell to a contract? Am I the only one who's confused about this team? Is Xander Bogarts playing how you thought he would play? And does that make you excited for next year? Because I thought this, I think, and I still think that Xander Bogarts is going to be the guy we thought he was going to be next. He's going to be that next season. And he's rounding into form here at the end of the season. So we got a lot to talk about. 833-288-0973. Frank, what's up? Nothing much. How are you doing today? I'm uh, sure doing... with the win it was better. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh I, I'm shot out of a cannon right now. I'm ready to go. This is <laughs> this tell. is awesome. I mean, this is this is really why I do this job is for for moments like this. Even in a I joked around last night that I'm gonna produce a podcast six semi meaningless wins in the middle of September because it's been that fun. Oh, it has been. It's been very, very good to watch. And and last night I've been on I've been on the train, it's probably six weeks ago or so. There was no way Snell was winning the Cy Young. I thought with how he started this season, with April and May, with how god-awful they were, you dreaded seeing him go out there. It was just, you couldn't wait to see him not in the rotation. And with how many walks he's given up, if he does get two, which I think, uh, if, I've, if I've done my math right, he will my get... Math. He'll get the first game in San Francisco, and he'll get the very last game of the season. That's that's the way I think it's it's going to work out. He'll have over a hundred walks. So that's... thinking, there's no way that they're going to give him a Cy Young. Being at the game last night, watching the way that he pitched and seeing how he's pitched over the last couple months, I've I've come around. I think he will win the Cy Young award. I think those walks can help him. He's got a two three three ERA, and he's going to end up with a hundred walks on the season. Over a hundred walks on the season. Sure, he's letting guys get on base, but they're not scoring, and no. that's the name of the game as far as pitching is concerned. He's set a new career, uh, a new single season career high in strikeouts last night. True, it's 
He he's made me a believer. I believe he can win the Cy Young Award this year. You know, Tony Tony's with you on this too because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and he says that it strengthens his case that the the amount of walks that he has just yep. because he it's incredible that because the walk is a killer for pitchers. You you walk four players in a game you're going to give up some runs. That's just how the world works in baseball. But Blake Snell this year has not. You're right, Frank. He set the uh, his season record for strikeouts with, I believe it was 220. Two, 222 was the record. I think he's at. He had ten last night. I think he. I think he's at two twenty seven. Actually, you know what? I should just help you out right because now. I have it right in front of me. He's got two hundred and twenty seven strikeouts. Two twenty seven. I mean, you can't. If you're Blake Snell, if you're Scott Boris, you can't have asked for a better free agent better season. Walk off year. This is this is as good as someone can can play going into a free agent season. So I, I mean, I know that it's going to be hard to see him in a different uniform, and I'm hoping that somehow the Padres can work something out. I, I'm not I'm not thinking that's going to happen because with each start, Blake Snell has made himself more money. He each ac- start. He actually did mention that in the clubhouse. Somebody asked him about what about this possibly being your last start as a Padre in San Diego, and he thought to himself before the game, he said, well, better make it memorable then. And, and he did. Boy, did he ever seven seven no hit innings. Yeah, I don't. Beautiful. I don't even care that it was against the Rockies. I saw that out there. Oh, the Rockies. He's pitching against the Rockies. Uh, you know, they're he's a major league the same, team. They he's still doing give the up same hits. Thing against the Dodgers. He's doing the same thing against Chicago, New York. He's doing. He's doing it against the best teams in the league too. He is. He really is. So give us a call eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about Xander Bogarts. We're going to talk about this seventh win in a row. Again, the first one run win since July twenty first. I'm confused. So please help me and give me a call and tell me why. What I need to do to be not confused anymore because this seven-game win streak came out of nowhere. I thought it would be very easy for this team to pack it up and go into the offseason, just play out the string of games with Manny being injured, with the article from Kevin Acey last Friday, with the article from The Athletic, uh, Dennis Lynn and Ken Rosenthal yesterday. Just so much different noise going around this team, but somehow they are finding themselves in a spot where they are playing their best all season long. All right, I'm Matt Scraby. This is Gwen and Chris, the post-post game show. Chris is going to be back on Monday. Tony Gwynn Jr. is going to join me in studio uh, tomorrow but as we lead up to Thursday Night Football. By the way, 49ers and Giants on Thursday Night Football. But we're not going to talk about the 49ers again because we're talking all about the Padres when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are celebrating seven in a row here in the Odyssey Palace on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Matt Scraby, filling in for Chris Ello. He's back on Monday. This is the Gwyn and Chris post-game show. Frank Marchese is with us as well. But tonight... After we sign off the air at 7 p.m., join us for Odyssey's I'm Listening special, our annual two-hour national mental health conversation tonight at 7 p.m. right after we sign off. Hear from some of the biggest names in music and sports, such as Richard Sherman, Ed Sheeran, and more, plus insights from respected mental health professionals and, of course, your stories. Join us for a constructive and supportive conversation about our mental wellness here on 97.3 The Fan and the free Odyssey app. For more, visit imlistening.org. Remember, talk saves lives tonight at 7 p.m. So make sure you tune in to that. All right, we got some phone callers here that want to talk about the Padres. Let's get started with you guys. And if you want to join us, 833-288-0973. First up is Dustin in San Diego. Dustin, how are you today? Hey, doing great, Scravy man. Love having you after a post game here. Thank you. Uh, you know, as you know, my dude, uh, being a lifelong Padre fan is always going to be confusing. So you just got to just got to <laughs> take it for what it is. Okay. 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 Good advice. You know, Good advice. Uh, right. Um, it, it's a life of heartbreak, and so this year has been confusing. But I, I got to say, there's a couple reasons why these these guys are doing better right now, and I think. A lot of it has to do with probably the negative stuff that's coming out of the press, Kevin Acey's mouth and, and, and the Atlantic, and whether there's any truth to that. Um, I think what they're proving is that there might not be a lot of truth to that because they're really coming together as a team because of this stuff. The other thing is is they've got young, hungry guys that are on the team right now, guys like Batman, guys like Azokar, guys like Campusano, um, got, you know, all those guys that have been now on the team now for the past few weeks they're not trying to swing for their fences. They're play, they're being team players by doing the little things that it takes in your, in order to be successful. Um, and Eggie Rosario, all these guys, these, this is, this is looking good for the 2024 team. And, and, and I love, you know, it'd be great to, to sign Snell. It, it's just unfortunately probably not going to happen given the money that they threw at Xander. Um, it's nice to see Xander doing what he's doing now. I, but I think a lot of it has to, I think he was, and I don't know if this is coming from Preller, uh, but he's not a number five hitter. He, he's a he's a two hole hitter, um, and I get that Soto wants to be in the two hole and all this stuff. But you got to do what's best for the team. And I think a lot, you know, Cosgrove, all these young guys that we got that come through our system is it, it's looking good for 2024. We've run into some bad luck this year. If we, you know, if we get lucky here and we win out and we get some teams to lose, that'd be kind of cool to get in the the playoffs. But um, we're not going to be full bore. We don't have Musgrove. We don't have Darvish. Um, but uh, it's fun to watch them play like we know they should have been playing all year. Um, but, you know, like I said, you, Padres, you just never know. It's, it's just <laughs> it's confusing being a Padre fan. So appreciate what, you're, what you always do, Scraby. You guys are great. 
Um, Thank go you, Padre Dustin. Nation, Friar Faithful, all the way, bleed uh, brown and gold. All right. Thank you very much, Dustin. I like that phone call. Nice and positive. Looking forward to the 2024 season. Dustin said a few things there that I thought would... Uh, I thought was interesting this whole you know outside noise from all the skeptics and and all that and they're playing really well right now winning games and he said there might not be a lot of truth to that and you never know but I, I do remember that reading in the AC article and, and kind of picking it up from the athletic is that the the clubhouse itself may not be the problem it may be some other. Uh, issues within the front office and the communication with the front office to the players and and vice versa. But I I do think that there is something to this, uh, that they're trying to prove that they are a team and they're trying to prove that they can play together as a team. And I also like what you said, Dustin, about the young, hungry players on the team, Matthew Batten, Luis Campisano. Luis Campisano, uh, this is why I was calling for him to basically start every game back in August because he can hit – the dude can hit. In the last 30 games, he's hitting 333, five home runs, 22 RBIs. He's got, uh, oh man, my math is not very good, a 900 OPS here in the last 30 games. Luis Campusano is the breakout player that the Padres have been waiting for this season. A homegrown guy who they've held on to that we've said many times. Chris even said trade Luis Campusano for Wilson Contreras. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm not putting Chris out there. I'm not putting Chris on blast because I think he's dumb or anything, but at the time it was it the the catching situation with the Padres was not good. So he was looking to bring in Wilson Contreras to stabilize that. But now that Luis Campusano is doing what he's doing, I'm very happy that the Padres held on to Luis Campusano. They need a catcher who can hit. They definitely need a catcher who can hit, and he's one of them. I mean, how 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 many games do you think the Padres would have won if he was in the lineup more uh, earlier in the year? And I'm not saying that he is the savior of this team. I know that's not going. That's not what the uh, the deal is. I know that the big name players are the ones that are going to have to do the heavy lifting. But when you have someone like Luis Campusano late in the lineup, it makes pitchers think. It makes teams think. And it ends up, he ends up driving in runs. And that's all you can ask for. We've been waiting. And now it's here. Yeah, and when uh, I lost my train of thought on Campesano. Oh, well, welcome to my world, but, Frank. Um, what I was going to say was about the, the outside noise. We spoke about it during the break. That might have been the best thing that, that's happened to this It could have been, yeah. Because now there's no hiding it. It's out there. So just go and play. You don't have to worry about kind of keeping things under wraps. So now it's out there. Just go for it. It might have been the best thing that's happened to them this year. It, it maybe lifted a weight off their shoulders or something like that. And I know I sound very excited. And I know I sound like I'm talking about a team that's won 100 games. And I know that they haven't won 100 games. And I know that they are 99.999% likely to not make the playoffs. But it's just nice to be able to see this happen this season. After everything that's gone wrong this season, you can kind of envision what the – uh, what the team would look like if this is how they started the year. And if Xander Bogarts doesn't get hit by a pitch early in the year, how does that look? If Manny doesn't get hurt and he he gets a pitch off the hand, how does that look? If Fernando didn't have his suspension, how does that look? We're going to see all of that next season in 2024. But right now, it's a little sad to me that Blake Snell is – is going to this season for Blake Snell is not going to end up in a postseason appearance. And it's like you only get, 
I think I, I said this last week. There was an article on MLB.com, and they said that the Padres traded for Juan Soto to get three bites of the apple. They got one bite of the apple uh, in twenty or last season with the NLCS. The second bite of the apple is not going to be a good bite of the apple because they're not going to make the playoffs. And the third bite of the apple is the most important bite of the apple. But they're going to have to do it most likely without Blake Snell. Um, but either way, uh, things are starting to come together a little too late. Yes, probably. Uh, actually, not probably. Most definitely. There's like 10 games left in the season. But if things can happen, that would be nice to sneak into the playoffs. I'm going to be optimistic that everybody's going to lose for the rest of time so that I can uh, get the Padres in the playoffs. But I also know that the, realistically, that's probably not going to happen. It was a thumb injury for Campisano that kept him out. That's yeah, what, that's yeah. what I was thinking of before. Yes, and he, I remember that he had hit one to the fence like either the night before he got injured or the same night he got injured. And so everybody was excited. And then he had to go out for a month or a month and a half. But he's I th- back. I think it was some. He fouled it off him. Then he jammed it with that hit, and then he got they got it fouled off again. And yeah. it was like that was that that's was an it. unfortunate injury, and 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 it took him out of the lineup. But I'm I'm loving what I see from Luis Camposano. It is nice to see a catcher hit in this lineup. Let's go to Peter and Vista. Hey, Peter, what's up? How are you? What's up, Scrappy? It's been a while. Good to be back with you, man. Good, yeah, good to have you on. What? Well, a couple topics similar to bring up. Um, if you remember, uh, I contacted you when the Padres signed Xander Bogarts originally when you did the inaugural Sam and Scraby show you know, <laughs> during that time. I do remember this, actually. And I heard you in the break, and I, I do remember you calling in and giving us a little information about Xander. Well, it kind of sticks, but one thing about Xander Bogarts, I think a lot of Padre fans didn't realize when they – And I get it. You know, when you sign a guy to that type of money, you expect big things. But if people remember, when the Padres signed Manny Machado originally, when he was flirting with Chicago, I think it was the White Sox, if I remember, he didn't really have the greatest first season here in San Diego. And the one thing about Xander Bogarts, just like a lot of players that spent a lot of time calling Fenway Park home, his swing and everything about him was tailor-made for Fenway Park. So am I shocked that he's doing as well as he's doing now? Absolutely not. It just obviously with the thumb injury and the issues with the cortisone shots going on with him, has he finally figured out Petco Park and he's playing up to his capabilities? 1,000%. Couldn't be happier for that guy, a born leader, clutch as hell and happy that he gets to play for the brown and gold and i get a chance to watch him play because he's nothing but class and i know he's gonna be beloved here in san diego and i know they signed him for a lot of money and that might tie up blake snell looking at blake snell he's gonna get whatever the market tells him he's gonna get yeah somebody's gonna set the market and he's gonna get whatever that's just the unfortunate thing about sports. Now, would I be shocked if the Padres matched the market? Absolutely not. You know, they they might as well, they might do that. Hmm. Nobody knows. Yeah. And I agree with you and Frank, and I agree with that previous caller. The Padres are playing their best baseball of the year because 
I'm not in that clubhouse every day. You guys aren't in there. Nobody knows what goes on in there. Everything is hearsay or leaked out through the media. And now the two stories that normally come out once the season is over came out earlier than expected, and it gained that national traction. Adversity. It happens in all the sports. It doesn't matter if you get plunked by, you know, somebody in a game or you end up being with an unfortunate injury. Every team responds to adversity different. They got called out on a bunch of stuff that normally doesn't happen in baseball until the season's over. That's when the mudslinging usually happens. They got called out, and they responded to it. And I'm thrilled for them. They're playing great ball, and stranger things have happened in the month of September than, you know, from what I've seen being a baseball fan my whole life. So Padre fans are finally seeing what Xander Bogart is capable of. Nobody should be shocked if the Padres match market value for what Blake Snell is doing. If anything, be disappointed that it took this long to peak the way it is. Yeah. And as far as the adversity, enjoy everything that's happening with this team right now and use it for momentum, whether it's going into October, never know, or going into next year. You got a lot to build on. Good to be back with you, man. I missed you. I hope you have a great rest of your show, buddy. You too. or Thank you, Peter, for the great rest of the show. But, yes, I'm glad to have you back on as well. Always giving us good insight. And I feel like there are uh, fans, you know, that I don't hear from that are uh, that are like P- uh, Peter. They're very excited about what they're seeing. So if you're one of those fans and you aren't on Twitter or you're just listening and you never call in, let us know how you're feeling. 833-288-0973. In the meantime, we are going to have to go to break. So uh, stay right there, Kathy and Adam. We will get right to you on the other side, but we'll update you on some scores as well. And, uh, yeah, the scores right now. I just said we're going to update you in scores as well on the other side. So I'm going to follow my own directions and go to break. Matt Scraby filling in for Chris Ello and Tony Good Jr. on 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If you are just tuning in, you have tuned in at the right time for a very, very good update. The Pirates are in Chicago at Wrigley playing the Cubs. The Cubs have to lose if the Padres are going to get a shot at making the playoffs. And the Pirates have just gone up 7-1 to one in the top of the fourth inning. And more than that, Blake Snell's main competitor in the Cy Young, Justin Steele, 
had has just exited the game after giving up six earned runs, only going three innings. So I we're getting closer and closer to a Cy Young Award for Blake Snell. Uh, I just don't think at this point anybody is going to catch him unless he has some terrible starts, knocking on all the wood in here, and I don't think that's going to happen. But that's the update. So a double whammy of good. Seven to one Pirates. And Justin Steele exits the game after three innings and six earned runs given up. His ERA is now at an even three. Matt Scraby, Frank Marchese here in the Odyssey Palace on 97.3 The Fan. We are talking Padres. We are talking uh, Blake Snell. We are talking Xander Bogarts. And we are talking about this confusing season that this Padres team has put together. They come back late if you're just tuning in. And they have won their seventh in a row. First one-run win since July 21st. So, And and they had back-to-back sweeps of a series. So that is some good stuff. little too late, maybe. But I'm happy to see it happening at some point. Because it would have been a very tumultuous offseason if there was zero things to take away from this season. Again, I sound like the Padres have won their 100th game. I know. But this is an exciting time for this part of the season. So I'm going to be excited about it. I'm going to have fun with it. If you have any comments, 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. So the Pirates are up 7-1 to in the top of the fourth over the Cubs. The Mets are are winning 4-2 to in the top of the seventh over the Marlins. So that is good stuff. We'll keep updating you on the scoreboard as we go along. But let's go. Do we have traffic? Oh, my goodness. I forgot about traffic. Here we go, and then we're going back to the phones. All right. We still have those Aztecs football tickets to give away for the game against Boise State on Friday night, so stick around for that. But let's get back to the phones, and we're going to go to our longest holding caller, Adam in Poway. What's up, Adam? Thanks for holding. What's up, guys? How's it going? Pretty good. What's on your mind? Good. So I just want to say I love this show, and, you know, I'm currently sitting on the 15th freeway and stuck in traffic you know how it is yes and uh, i don't have too much to say but i just wanted to say that am i the only fan that thinks the padres can make it to the postseason i mean come on <laughs> i mean how about we tell musgrove and darvish to man up during this crucial time period and uh, anyways that's basically all i have to say and you know if we don't make it to the postseason i say we just keep kim trade everybody else and let's go padres all right thank you adam for the phone call uh and you're not the only you're not the only fan that thinks the padres can make the playoffs i'm getting plenty of support in my dms at Matt gravy on twitter or x i'm getting plenty of support from uh my friends texting me there are people that are excited about this team and i understand that there are people who are like who cares it doesn't really matter but it's starting to get to that point where it does matter. A seven-game win streak in ma- in the major leagues is a seven-game win streak, and it doesn't happen often. And I, I think they have now tied the A's for a seven-game win streak. So they, they are creeping up the, uh, the, the record books with their win streak because for a while there they couldn't even win four. Now they're at seven, and that's awesome. But, Adam, you're not the only one who is excited about this team, and I appreciate you sticking with us during uh your time on the 15 i'm looking at it right now and it does look it does look yeah, it's it's slowing it's, up a it's little, a little bit. slow it's a little slow so get hang in there adam let's go to kathy of course kathy how's it going what, what's on your mind it's going pretty good gravy and i know you said you were you know hesitant to re-sign blake snell and it kind of scares you a little bit with what he's probably going to command money wise but what scares me more 
is who's possibly going to sign them. And I'm thinking about the team that uh, resides in the town that I unfortunately live in. Yes, the, are you saying the Dodgers? Maybe, well, I mean, they need pitching because they're not going to have Urias next year. Mm. And how many of their pitchers got hurt this year? And Otani's not going to be able to pitch next year. That's true. That's true. Blake Snell has now made himself the number one free agent acquisition in pitch in regards to pitching, for sure. Exactly. So it scares me more that we don't find him and who he might possibly go to and come back and kill us next year. Uh, you know what, Kathy? That does worry me a little bit as well. But I, I don't know that the Dodgers are going to – I can't say that because I don't really know. But that would be a, a hard thing to handle if the Dodgers came in and scooped him up and ended up uh, starting him against the Padres, you know, maybe three, four times a year. That would not be fun at all. Thank you, Kathy, for the phone call. Appreciate it. I mean, it's a valid point, but then you have next year with Soto. Like, then another, that's another issue. You don't want San Francisco coming in, swooping in, picking him up. You don't want uh, the Dodgers coming in, getting him. Uh, Arizona maybe looking for one more piece with how young, if they're young, we think Arizo- the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to sign Juan Soto on a free agent contract. No, I'm just saying that there are you're going to be worrying about that with anyone whose contract comes up. I get it with Snell. The best part, is you just got to hope really with how his April and May's turn out to be. You just got to hope they front load the Dodgers on the schedule. <laughs> I. Uh... I don't even want to think about Blake Snell and the Dodgers right now. We're going to have to wait on that one, but you're right, Frank. It could happen with anyone, and hopefully it doesn't get to that point with with Blake Snell. But Juan Soto, he's going to be here for another season. Uh, They can kind of put that off for a little bit, the decision-making on Juan Soto, which is a nice little thing for them because they have a lot of work to do over the offseason. Seth Lugo needs to be brought back at some point. Michael Walker, he's he's only on a one-year deal. Michael Walker, he is uh, has a mutual option with the team, so both of them have to be in on it. Um, so we're going to have to watch that as well. But the starting rotation is... I said this a couple times last week. It's a, it's getting a little thin for next year. So they're going to really have to – maybe Snell takes a one-year deal. I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe he does. Maybe he takes a two-year deal. This, If he's going to win a Cy Young, this is going to be this, this is, is gonna his be last the year to cash paycheck. in. This yeah. is the one to cash in. And I don't blame him for cash, cashing in. That's absolutely what he needs to do is cash in. So thank you, Kathy, for the phone call. And uh, let's, let's, let's hope things don't go that way with um, Blake Snell. Let's go to Sherry in San Diego. How are you, Sherry? Hi, baby. I'm doing good. I just um, wanted to say that there's been a lot of talk about, you know, changes we've been seeing in the Padres lately. But one thing that nobody's brought up that I thought was significant is they're actually beating teams that are worse than them. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, they're just beating them. And that was a big – that's always been a big deal for the Padres – They'd lose these games, and then they would beat the, you know, better teams. The Braves. They'll take three or four from the Braves type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's, it's very exciting. I was very, very sorry for them. That's my dog, Moki. What's your dog's name? I felt very Moki, M-O-K-E. And Moki, okay. What kind of dog is Moki? Uh, he's a long-haired German Shepherd, and he's a mouthy. He, he likes to say hi to people okay. on our way home. All right. But well, anyway, yeah. one, one last quick thing, sure. if I could. 
Um, those two hit pieces that came out, I have to say that I thought the timing, I know there's different thoughts about it, but I'm a retired teacher and I have an issue with this anonymous 96% of the uh, so-called article being anonymous. That's, that's just, that's just not good. Okay. So, uh, I, I, so sorry for the Padres and, and all the, the really, all the pressure they've been under. And those two articles, I don't, I don't think they helped. Um, I don't think much of the articles. I can't do anything about uh, Mr. Preller or Bob Melvin. And uh, so um, I, I took them with a grain of salt. All right. Thank well, you. Love my Padres. Yes. Thank you for calling, Sherry, and thank you for the appearance from Moki. I, uh, he sounded like he was uh, – he protects you. That's what he sounded like. Uh, so Sherry says that the articles didn't really help this team – didn't help him in the regards of motivate them, and you didn't like the mostly – Kevin AC article having anonymous opinions. And I understand that because we've said on the show before that uh, we, when, when players, when there's an anonymous executive, when there's an anonymous player, you do have to take that with a grain of salt. But in this instance, I think that it's a little bit different from some of the other uh, anonymous contributions out there because they were being asked to because they were they were told that their their what they said their quotes were not going to go into the article so they couldn't be identified and i know that is a little bit weird it is a little strange to me but i think this was the only way for this article to happen and the fact that manny sat down with kevin ac i believe it was wednesday before the dodgers game um he he talked to kevin ac for a while and he knew about it. And so I feel a little bit better that Manny knew about it and Manny knew this was coming out and the team knew it was coming out. But I understand what you're saying. Most of the time, anonymous contributions from a clubhouse or from a team, from a player, ends up hurting the team more than it does. Wow, where did the hour go? Uh, but yes, Sherry, I, I, I thank you for calling and I hope that you get to see your Padres win like 12 in a row. So we're still here with you for the 6 p.m. hour. Uh, stay on the phone. If you are there, I was going to say a name, but I don't know what the name is. So I am going to wireless caller number one and yes. wireless caller number two. <laughs> That's why I looked over and I was like, OK, all right. Matt Scraby, Frank Marchese. We're going to be back talking more Padres. Give us a call. 833-288-0973. And uh, we'll be back here on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Believe it or not, most of these people actually care about their craft, what they look like when they're out there, that they want to win. I, I know, it's it's a crazy, crazy <laughs> premise. And Chris Ello. So no, I will always defend bogey golf because a lot of people think it's a pretty good idea for their <laughs> mental oh, well-being. Yeah. It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. One more hour to go before we call it a night here on 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scravey, Frank Marchese sitting with you. 
Talking about the Padres all the way up until 7 p.m. Thanks to those that have called and lent lent their knowledge and their opinions. If you have anything that you want to talk about, 833-288-0973. Do you want Blake Snell or Juan Soto for the future? Do you, does this team confuse you as much as it confuses me with how they're playing and they've won their seventh in a row? First one-runner win. That's a really hard thing to say. First one-run win since July 21st. Xander Bogarts is playing out of his mind right now. Blake Snell goes seven last night, didn't give up a hit. Last hit he has given up was Mookie Betts in the bottom of the first on September 13th, and he's only given up that hit in the last 45 batters. Uh, I, there is just so much to talk about here in the next hour, so we're going to get right into it. But first, we need to check in with our scoreboard watch to see uh, what the teams in front of the Padres are doing. So, Frank, what do you got? All right, so we'll start off with the teams that are of consequence. Uh, the New York Metropolitans currently leading the Miami Marlins 6-2. to two. That's good. That is in the bottom of the seventh inning. The Pirates added another run. They're going into the bottom of the fifth it is now seven, uh, eight to one Pittsburgh. That is very at good. Wrigley. Uh, other games in progress right now. Top of the seventh inning in Tampa. Uh, by the way, Tampa Bay announcing that they will be getting a new uh, stadium in St. Oh, Petersburg. Nice. I believe twenty twenty eight is when uh, is when they'll open their new All stadium. Right. I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> going into the bottom of the seventh now. Eight to three, Anaheim over the uh, the Rays. Bottom of the seventh inning in the Bronx, Toronto leading the Yankees one nothing. Bottom of the fifth in St. Louis, four to one Milwaukee over the Cardinals. Finals from earlier today: the Phillies beating the Bravos six to five in ten innings. Milwaukee over Cincinnati five three. Washington beats the White Sox thirteen to three. Oh, big scores were not uh, were not done yet. Texas beating the Red Sox 15-5 to wow. in Texas earlier today. Uh, Baltimore losing to Houston 2-1. to Cleveland over Kansas, uh, sorry, Cleveland losing to Kansas City 6-2. Seattle over Oakland 6-3. Arizona beating San Francisco 7-1. to And of course, the Padres beating uh, Colorado 3-2. One game left, 7-10 start between Detroit and the Dodgers in Chavez Ravine. Thank you very much for that, Frank. That was good updating skills right there. And I, I want to bring up two things real quick before we get back to the phones. First thing would be that this uh, Angels and Rays game has this this thing called like the virtual... Tony and I talked about it, I think, last week during the Big Five. But it has this virtual world that you can watch the it game in. trippy. <laughs> and so Frank like logged in in the break and because I went on my phone and, and it wasn't really working the same. But Frank goes and logs in on the computer in the break, and it's like a video game. You were on the field and Frank can, was moving his character around. You it was can crazy. You can virtually walk through a stadium. You now, can. It wasn't the trop, which I wouldn't have wanted to walk through anyway. <laughs> but they put this in a virtual stadium. They have the game showing yeah. up on a screen, so you can watch the game. 3D animations on the field, and you can literally walk around this stadium. You can walk through the stadium. You can walk onto the field. Yeah, we were watching like nuts. people running around the field, and uh, it was just kind of crazy because Frank had this character. I'm like, this is actually, this is actually a video game that you're in right now. They have uh, 
like two and a, or like an inning or two left in their game. They're in the bottom of the seventh. So if you're curious about that, go to MLB.com and click. You'll see it. It'll pop up saying the virtual game. You'll need to have an MLB.com oh, account, though. Oh, maybe that's why it to, didn't work for me. Well, no, it's free. You, but maybe you, I didn't sign in, so it didn't probably, work for me. Yeah, probably. Oh, but the, the whole experience was insane. So It's nuts. Yeah, it's weird. It's It's really strange. But... It was a lot different than I thought it was going to be in the beginning. And so Frank and I tried. I was like, how do you get on the field? And so we're trying to figure out how to get on the field. We couldn't jump or anything. And I'm like, this is this is wild. This is absolutely wild. The See, other thing. Go ahead. The problem with that is I didn't want to touch too much because the computer that I was working that on yeah. ties in directly to the board. So I didn't want to do too many crazy things on yeah. that computer. Yeah. So. Then it's like, finish it. Exactly. And you're doing the Sub-Zero thing to some other fan in the virtual trop. Uh, but, yeah, go check that out, MLB.com. The other thing is I have been talking about my fantasy baseball team all year, and Chris is not here to stop me from talking about it, so I'm going to continue. But I made a huge, terrible, maybe season-ending mistake last night in my fantasy baseball league. I'm in the playoffs. I have been really good all season long. Um, I think I have the second best record or the third best record. I think it was the second. No, it was the third. Anyway, that doesn't matter. What matters is I I can't even say it, Frank. I had Ronald Acuna on the bench last night when he had two home runs and he went three for five and he stole a base and all this other stuff. And I go and check my thing because I'm like, wait a second. It usually pops up when someone hits a home run on my phone. And it didn't pop up, so I found out that he was not in my lineup, and I thought I put him in, but he's been injured. All I know is that could cost me the season, and I will cry about it for the rest of the offseason if I lose because of that. There's only one thing that can save you right now. What? Were the Braves off on Monday? Were the Braves off on Monday? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Why? Why? It, them being off on Monday would have been the only reason. No, to not the reason have him that he was lineup. out because he had he didn't play over the weekend. He hurt his calf or something. With and someone like Acuna, you got to check every single day, man. I I'm with you, Frank. You know, I, there's no one else there's, that's going to beat me up as much as I'm beating myself up. I've literally thought about this all day. Long. I understand if they were off on Monday and you forgot to put him back in the lineup. I get that. No, That's, he's hurt. That happens. He's hurt. He was hurt, I mean. This is a stretch run. I know. I know. I, 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 I don't even want to deal with the consequences of me losing because of one move throughout this entire season. Ugh. It's gross. That's a bad job. It's gross. All right, let's get back to the phones. If you have anything to say to us about the Padres or about my terrible fantasy baseball playing, 833-288-0973. Let's go to Ann in Santee. Ann in Santee, you are on. Hi, What's Matt. on your mind? Hi there. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Um, I wanted to answer your question as far as who do we re-sign, either Soto or Blake Schnell, I have nothing but respect for both players. I love what Snell's doing this year, but I would rather find Soto. One reason being he's much younger and we could get more mileage out of him down the road. Um, he's a team player. Um, he's shown that being in there day after day after day without taking a day off. Um, he's a, a silent leader. 
with Blake Schnell, I love what he's doing this year for the Cy Young, but he is getting older at 31 years old. Um, he's to the point in his career where injuries start to creep in. If you look at his previous record for 2018 and then this year um, for going for the Cy Young, they were at the end of his contract years, and so he had something to really play for, a new contract, a bigger and better contract. And then the years in between, if you look at his statistics, he was inconsistent to where he always started off slow, and then he came on strong. And the other reason I would hesitate signing Schnell, um, again, he's 31 years old. We've already got Hugh Darvish, who's 36, and um, Joe Musgrove, who's 31. Both of those guys are injured. Why do we want another third older pitcher um, in our lineup when we should be going for somebody younger that we could get more length out of over the years? Um, that's basically my thought, and I will take your opinion off the air. All right. Thank you very much, Ann. I appreciate you calling in because those are all things that I've talked about, and those are all things I actually I, I believe. I, I, I'm i kind of with you on the whole thing with Blake Snell being 31 and heading into uh, his last big contract most likely, and I, I, I'm with you with in regards to the Padres need younger pitching and younger starting pitching. Uh, and Blake Snell, if you're going to give him a five-year deal, what's going to happen when he's 36 years old? Uh, is he going to be is he going to be the same guy? And that's very interesting. I didn't check that out, but it does make sense in my head that he had a Cy Young year in 2018, and then he is having a Cy Young year this year. And he is both of those years were on the final year of his contract. That's very interesting to me. Now Blake Snell pitches most of the time; like he he doesn't miss many games. So I'm not worried about his injury right out the gate, but I would be worried about what's going to happen later in his career because we have talked about that on the show that that is something the Padres do not want to find themselves in, where they have a U Darvish at. I don't know, let's say two years from now, he's 38 or 39, and he's uh, you know getting older, obviously. And then you have Blake Snell, and two years from now, he's 33, maybe 34. And and so I, I feel like they need to, to get young, younger, as you said, Anne. And uh, Juan Soto, I believe that he would be someone that the Padres need to keep with this team because, A, he's younger, but because there is so much upside with Juan Soto that it overshadows the upside of Blake Snell, I think. And Juan Soto's, you know, going to turn in a very good statistical season, even if people aren't happy with the amount of walks he, he gets. But he still is hit, oh, he's still going to hit over 30 home runs. He's still going to have around 100 RBIs. This is going to be a very good season for Juan Soto, and I believe that they need to keep him for the long term. He's going to – he plays every day, as you said, and I, I like – you know, I hate having to make the decision between Soto and Snell, but if I did, it would be Soto because of what he can bring to the team. So, yeah, absolutely. And Snell has been fantastic over this over the last three or so months. For him to for to have to make that choice, it's a it's a good choice to make in a way because at least you have those guys on your team. Yeah. But to the young pitching point, you had young pitching. They're in Cleveland now with Cal Quantrill. Cal Quantrill. You had Mackenzie Gore. Mackenzie Gore is in Washington now. Even Jackson Wolf. But, but, but 
At the time of those trades of Cal Quantrill, that's a hard name to say, Cal Quantrill and Gore is a little, Gore. Gore is a little bit more understandable, I think, now. Because he was a part over, of the Juan Soto deal. Yes. Then Who did Quantrill. Cal Quantrill go for? Wasn't that a part of I, the I uh, Francisco the, Mejia trade? The, the Francisco Mejia trade? I think so. Um, so that's where they got him from. Find that out for me. Real I quick. will do that. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go to Mario in San Diego in the meantime. Mario, what's up? You're on Gwen and Chris. Hi, Scurvy. Thank you very much for taking my call. How Thanks for calling. Yeah, so um, I just want to uh, share my thoughts on the Padres. I, I think that they, um, they're they not going to make the playoffs. Um, even if they do, they will most likely don't make uh, a, a, a run, on mm-hmm. a long playoff run. Um, that's that's the first thing. And uh, if you allow me one more thing. Yeah, Scurvy. of course. Go ahead. The, they, they, uh, the Padres, I think they need to sign – a um, the a Gary Sanchez, oh, a yeah. really cheap two-year deal to be a backup for um, Capuzano. And people get, uh, still uh, forget about uh, Jay Cronenworth. Cronenworth. That's he, true. He uh, needs to uh, get back next year, uh, be healthy, because I know when he's healthy and he's batting without pressure, uh, he is the best uh, second baseman there is. Well, I you're right. I do have to agree with you on the fact that um, Jake Cronenworth has kind of been forgotten a little bit because of his injury, and that just is what happens with the injuries. But thank you for the phone call, Mario. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I I think if they do get in the playoffs, as you said, it's it's a it's a long, long, long shot. But I still think it would be fun because no one thought that the Padres are going to beat the Mets last year. No one thought the Padres are going to beat the Dodgers last year. Even down you Darvish and Joe Musgrove, uh, it, it would be an uphill battle. But you got a guy like Seth Lugo on this team who can pitch well, and he can pitch in a way. Uh, he, Seth Lugo is has been quietly good for this team this year, and, and it's not so much quiet anymore because we've talked more and more about it and talked more and more about how it's important for him to return to the team. But if you got Blake Snell as your number one, and then you go with um, – would you go with Seth Lugo second if they make the playoffs? Would you go with Michael Walker second? What would you do, Frank? I, I, I would probably go with Musgrove number two. I understand well, he, you want a better he's, pitcher. Well, he's not. Well, I'm saying if they made the playoffs this oh, year. Oh, if they made the playoffs this year. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I would probably go Lugo two. I'd probably go Lugo two, Walker three. All right. Well, I, and, and I feel good about that. I, I would feel good about Blake Snell, Lugo, and then Waka. I would feel very good about that. But, again, a lot of things have to go right for the Padres to make the playoffs. I shouldn't spend too much time Weird. theorizing what the what the pitching rotation would be for the wild card round because it's not going to happen, most likely. For uh, for the Quantrill trade, by the way, going oh, back yes, to yes, that, yes. you're going to kick yourself because I did. Is it Clevenger? It was Clevenger. I thought it was Clevenger, but I wasn't sure. And at the time, that was a good trade. Quantrill, Naylor, and Hedges mm. for Mike Clevenger. And at well, the time, it wasn't a good trade because it was, what, he had two or three starts before he went and had surgery? Who, uh, Clevenger? Clevenger, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But you can't. That was a bummer of a trade. Uh, it, it happens, though. At the time of the deal, it looked like it was we gonna be needed. Great. Yes. We, the Padres needed that deal, but we're not going to spend time to think talking about 
Mike Clevenger because he's not on the team anymore. So let's just keep talking about the guys on the team. Wow. Again, blew past the break time. So let's go to break. We're going to continue taking your phone calls on the other side. But first, here is your traffic report. I got to tell you, this Pirates-Cub game is crazy at Wrigley Field right now. It's top of the sixth inning. The Cubs, I was telling you earlier that the uh, Pirates are up 8-1. Uh, to one. But the Cubs in the bottom of the fifth inning, they hit a grand slam and they ended up scoring five runs total. So it ended up being eight to five. But now the or eight to six, I'm sorry. Now the Pirates have put three runs on the board in the top of the sixth inning. So they're leading 11 to six. If you're just tuning in, Justin Steele pitched for the Cubs tonight. And Justin Steele is the main uh, competitor against Blake Snell in the NL Cy Young Award race. And Justin Steele only went three innings today. He gave up six earned runs and he struck out six. So not a good showing at a time when he absolutely needed a good showing to uh, pressure Blake Snell for that Cy Young Award. I really hope that the uh, voters of the award don't penalize Blake Snell for all the walks. Because as we said earlier... It's almost more impressive that he's walked so many guys and he hasn't given up many runs. And uh, I hope that they don't punish him for that. Let me give you some Xander Bogart stats real quick because well, I don't mean to don't mean to cut oh you off, gosh. but to stay with to stay with what you're talking about with Steele, his last three games, seven innings, six hits, one run, uh, at home against Arizona, then at Arizona, six innings, seven hits, six runs. And now today, three plus eight hits, six runs. Uh, with Blake Snell going seven no-hit innings last night, striking out, what, 10, 11 last night? 10, yep. 10. He, I believe, in my opinion, he has sealed up the Cy Young, but I don't want to jinx him, so I'm going to say that there's always a chance. But I believe Blake Snell has won it because he has put together a season to remember. But real quick, some Xander Bogart stats because Xander has turned it around. He hit the walk-off home run last night. I was very happy for him last night because this has been a tough year for Xander Bogarts. This has been a tough year for the team, but that walk-off home run, I said it on Twitter. It was like it does. It's a, it's a semi-meaningless game, but it felt important. And I think that it felt important because it was for win number six in a row. And so they ended up doing that and they ended up getting that. And they also ended up winning the game when Blake Snell started and gave him such a good effort because Blake Snell does not get good run support from for whatever reason. And I know it's like a weird unofficial stat and there's no way to explain it, but it seems like he never gets the run support that he needs. But Xander Bogart's in the last seven games. Actually, let me do the last 15 games. He's hitting 468 and he has three home runs, seven RBIs. He has uh, five stolen bases in that time, four walks. He's over one in the OPS. So Xander Bogarts has turned it around, and I'm looking at his MLB.com page right now, and his nickname is X-Man. So he's becoming the X-Man that everybody thought he was going to be. Let's get back to the phones. If you have any thoughts about the Padres, 833-288-0973. We also still have those Aztecs football tickets to give away, so keep on Listening, and I will let you know when to call in. Let's go to our next longest holding caller, Mike in Temecula. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. I've been listening to you, and I would like to have Frank chime in on this one, too. You're talking about Soto, and 
so you know Burroughs is his is his agent. Yeah, Bo- Scott you Boris. You know yeah. he's going to be asking. Prob- he's probably going to be asking more than three hundred fifty million. Do you think the Padres should come up with that money again, or do you feel that you know he's not going to go as much? Because I just don't see us spending all that money for another quote superstar. I mean, I'm I'm not knocking him. I'm not saying yeah. he's not worth it. Yeah, I'm just thinking. The, the the wallet's too bare right now to be able to put a contract in for that. So where do you think the, the asking price is going to be for Soto? For Soto? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would think it would be around, just with the things that I've read this year, it's going to be anywhere between 375 and $400 million, maybe a little bit more, for like a long contract, a 10, 11-year deal. Uh but I think I think that's I. It sounds crazy for me to say this because I'm not willing to spend the money on Blake Sm- Blake Snell. But Juan Soto is going to give you 11 years of playing every day, hopefully, and he's also going to give you 11 years or 12 years of hitting a bunch of home runs. And he's very young, so I w- would you say I'm too, I'm far off with this? Uh, you know, 375 to 400 million dollars. Um, that's 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 what I'm. That's what my ballpark figure is because he, you know, way back when he turned down 452. He did, yeah. The Nationals, and I understand that, and that's, you know, that's what it is. But yes, he's a he's a great player, and I would, I mean, you know, we're we're not, it's not our paycheck, so we're not writing money. <laughs> but honestly, if you want to talk about being a team and and doing what you can for the team, I would honestly, and I know it won't happen, say uh, Xander Manny. Can we work some different numbers to help out the Padres? You know, I, I know that that's non-existent, but honestly, that's the only way I can see them validating to pay a lot of money for a young player, which would help us. I, I, I just, yeah, I'm I agree. The mega stars getting the money. Yeah, I get, I get it, Mike. And thank you for the phone call, Frank. You go ahead and give your your opinion on Juan Soto. Well, Mike, really quick, while we still have you on the line, do you think Soto's yeah. having a bad season or a, a decent season? I think he's. I think he's. He's uh, a little bit above par. A little bit above par. So if that makes any sense. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. He, I think he's having a good season. Yes, but okay. is he having an outstanding season? No. We we've heard a lot of people say knock Soto for having a poor season. These are the numbers that he poor season. He's hitting two sixty seven, which I agree that should be a little bit higher. 32 home runs, which is two off of the most he's hit in a season. He hit 34 in his sophomore season in 2019. He is nine RBIs away from a career high at 110, which he also had in his sophomore season. He's at 101 and added one today. He's walked 123 times this season. His on-base percentage is 405, which is a little bit lower uh, than what he has been. So if this is a bad year for Juan Soto, I can't wait to see what a good year for Juan Soto is. <laughs> That's a good so, point. So hey, hey, real quick, guys. Um, I under I mean those 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 numbers are outstanding. But the, the, the I look at the big picture. He's not a five tooler. He is an awesome awesome batter. He gets on base. He gets whatever you want. But he's he is not, he is below average fielder, below average arm, below average runner. And I think that validates that. But, yes, all the numbers are incredible. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if they can work out a deal for a couple hundred million, 325, 
I'm cool with that, but not a $400 or $400 million plus. Thank you, Mike, for the phone call. I, I, I agree. $400 million is a lot of money, but I feel like that's what's gonna it's going to take to get Juan Soto. I usually look at OPS Plus as well. Uh, because it's kind of an easy number to look at real quick and determine what he's doing against other, or, you know, against the other players in the league. So, if you look at the OPS plus, a 100 is average, and Juan Soto this year is a 154 OPS plus, which is very good because 200 is outstanding. And again, that's in a bad season, quote unquote. Well, I'm looking at his career OPS plus, and it's 156. He's only two points below his career OPS plus. His career WAR is insane. Insane. It's 28.1. This year he's got a war of 4.9. You're right, Frank. I like that line from you. If this is a bad season for Juan Soto, I want to see a good season for Juan Soto. And I'm glad you brought this up. I didn't realize that he is close like he is to tying or breaking his own season records. And 2019 was the year for him as you were laying out. 2020, I'm not going to count because he only played 47 games, but he had an outstanding 2020 season. Um, but he had 34 home runs in 2019, 110 RBIs. His OPS Plus was only 142. So technically, he is his OPS Plus is actually better this year than it was in his career year of 2019, which is kind of wild to say, actually. And also, you you'd mentioned restructuring contracts with Machado oh, yes, and Bogarts. Yes. That would have been a heck of a lot easier to do had they not signed those contracts this year. Yeah, yeah. I you know I I am on the. I've said it before on the show, and I've been laughed off the show many times, but I do think sometimes it is in your best interest as a player to give money back if you know that it will help you sign another player and again i know that these guys they only have a few years or you know upwards of maybe 10 years of making money but look at what patrick mahomes did obviously he's being paid a lot of money but he also cleared up a lot of cap space he gave his team a little bit more money so that they can go out and they can uh sign some guys he his quote was uh, i like to make as much money as i can but i also like to win and that's also, but you brought up one major part there, the salary cap. Baseball oh, yeah. doesn't oh, yeah. have that, no, no, so sure. there's no incentive to give money back You're in right. order to make the team better. But for... no, there is an incentive because not if the team doesn't pay you as much as you are commanding or you signed your contract for, then they can use that money elsewhere. No, I understand that, but what I'm saying is there's less incentive because there is no salary cap. There's no, well, I have to keep it under this amount, otherwise, you know, we can't do anything else. You're going to be the star player on a team full of single layers. I didn't need to get yelled at for that, so sorry, Frank. Oh, what? <laughs> I wasn't oh, yelling. Frank, no, you, 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 you're, you got me. You got me in the corner, so I'm just going to admit right now, you put me in the corner, and I'm tapping out on that answer right there. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the Padres. And uh, right now, actually, we are going to give away our tickets to the Aztecs game against Boise State Friday at Snapdragon Stadium. Uh, if you call right now, 833-288-0973, you will win a pair of tickets to Friday's San Diego State game against Boise State. Catch Friday Night Lights at Snapdragon Stadium. Head to goaztecs.com for tickets. 833-288-0973. You're going to be the... Blake Snell had 10 strikeouts last night. 10th caller. So we're going to do that. Sorry, Frank. 
We'll be back here shortly on 97.3 The Fin. me go through the lines twice. Please, please, on 97.3 The Fin. That's, that's what you get for putting me in the corner. Sorry, Adam. Frank is going to have to stay until about midnight to screen some of these callers to get to the 10th caller. Man, you would think that he he had to climb Mount Everest to get this 10th caller. What is going on, Frank? I've learned my lesson. I will never question you again. Uh, no, no, no. Don't. I, I, I'm not the bad guy here. <laughs> I am not the bad guy here. You caught me in the corner, and so I admitted I was in the corner, but then I got you back like when you I had said, to answer I, ten, I have, 10 full calls. I have learned my lesson. Uh, George was the winner of the Aztec tickets. Thank you very much, George, for listening and calling. My my name is Matt Scraby. That was George, and that's Frank over there. Uh, we are filling in for Gwen and Chris here on 97.3 The Fan. Tony and I will be back tomorrow for a short show due to Thursday night football. So uh, Tony's going to give his thoughts on all of this tomorrow. Make sure you tune in starting at 2. Make sure you tune into the station starting at 6 a.m. with Ben and Woods all the way up until Thursday night football, and then keep listening to just just. Break your radio on 97.3 The Fan and just so you don't, so you're not able to move the radio station. That's what uh, I was trying to say there. It didn't come out very well. I got a tweet in the break here. If you want to tweet me at Matt Scraby from The Hawk, and The Hawk and I uh, chat on Twitter here and there, but he makes a good point. He said, at Matt Scraby, check out. Soto's batting average at Petco, just above 225. Look at his clutch stats. He's been awful. So many times during the season he needed to come through, and he didn't. His base running is awful. Fielding, below average. His numbers may paint a pick, but for the money, no thank you. His base running made me want to jam my head through a wall last (laughs) night, but... You could say that about any of the star players. You could say I that. I don't know. About... His base running has been very, very poor this season. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about like the the average at home, the clutch, the clutch at bats. You could say that about Bogarts. You could say that about Machado. You could say that about Cronenworth. You could say that about anyone this year. And that's just baseball. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have bad years. They, they happen. You are going to have bad days. You are going to have bad years. And you stole my point. Uh, I almost called you Chris. Wow. Jeez. Uh, you, I, I didn't realize. I, I guess I associate I, anger with Chris. Dog a cord there. Jeez. No, but you're right, Frank. You're right. In, in this year, he, the whole team has not been hitting clutch. And so... I would like to see what happens next year with uh, Juan Soto. If he comes out next year and he is hitting with uh, runners in scoring position and he gets off to a good start, I I think that there's going to be a ton of conversation about Juan Soto coming back to the team. But you are right, the Hawk. I I do think that there is something to his awful base running and his fielding is below average. But, you know, Tony and I talked about this off the air the other day because – I see a lot of people saying on Twitter, you know, his fielding is bad. And so I asked Tony, is his fielding actually as bad as I am reading a lot on Twitter and social media? And and Tony said his fielding is good. There could be better routes at certain times. But left field at Petco Park is a very difficult place to play anyway. And he has made some good defensive plays this year. But... I, I do think that he needs to improve some of the defense in left field, and he definitely needs to improve his base running. His base running has been maddening this year. Maddening. No, it has been horrific this year, especially on that, that play last night. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I'll have another tweet, but first we need to check on traffic.
Uh, the tweet is from Hayden, and Hayden says, Blake Snell has only allowed 17 runs since the start of June. That is incredible. That And that is why I believe he's going to win the Cy Young. He has really put on a show here for Padres fans. He's put on a show all across baseball. I don't think there's um, a... Who's up in the AL for the Cy Young? I don't pay attention much to a- I the honestly, AL teams. I think it's uh, Garrett Cole. I think. Oh, yeah. Garrett for- Cole's been having a great year. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, so I should have known that. But, yeah, I think Blake Snell has pitched better than Garrett Cole this year. I'm just quickly going to see what Garrett Cole's uh, overall stats are. He's 13-4 and four this year. He's got a 2.81 ERA. He's uh, started 31 games and pitched 192 innings with 208 strikeouts. So they're they're pretty much on, on, a, on a similar on a similar level right there. Blake Snell this year is 14-9, and nine, which... 14 wins for a pitcher this year for the Padres, a starting pitcher, is pretty good because there wasn't many opportunities for starters to get a win early in the season. But Blake Snell is 14-9, and 2.33 ERA, 227 strikeouts, and 31 games pitched. So if we're going off numbers, I think that Blake Snell has been better. Uh, Garrett Cole, though, is right there, obviously, and it looks like he will win the AL Cy Young in my quick research there. And uh, codify baseball last night after... Oh, (laughs) never mind. Go ahead. Codify baseball after uh, last night's performance. Blake Snell has allowed a total of 18 earned runs over his last 22 starts. No pitcher in Major League Baseball since earned runs have been uh, counted or have been tracked in 1913, has ever done that. So he is on a pace right now, doing something right now that no one has done in 110 years. I love those stats. I really do. Because baseball is the only sport that you can actually track most of the stats back to back in the day in the 1800s. And anytime you're doing something that hasn't been done since, you know, in over 100 the years. days of yore. Uh, you know, anytime you're doing something when Chris is growing up for the first time, you know, things, 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 that's pretty, that's pretty crazy for Blake's now. I mean, Chris is like 112 years old, so he's been, he's seen it all. He see, he actually saw that, that happen 110 years ago. I love taking shots at Chris, especially, especially like, when he's not here to defend himself. And, and it's like almost uh 97.3 Gwen and Chris after dark. So I feel like uh, no one's really you know, going to tell him when he gets back that I said he was, uh, he was alive in, in 1893. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just being silly at this point. Silly. I say, Frank, let's go to Ed on the phones. Ed and Escondido. Thank you for calling. What's up? Hey guys. Uh, I was at the game today and, and I want to just say that Bogarts is turning it on right now. And last night, Snell should come out in the eighth inning and finish that one. No hitter. I'm sorry, but you got to come out when you got a no hitter and, and just pitch until somebody hits you. You know what, Ed? Thank you for the phone call. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I was watching the game last night and I. Um, came back thinking that Blake Snell was going to be pitching. I thought that was going to be no brainer. And in the eighth inning, it wasn't. It was Robert Suarez. So it was kind of like wind taken out of my sails. But it, it, you know, in the end, Blake Snell said that he wasn't comfortable going back out there. And I know what you're saying, Ned. I do because no hitters don't come around often. But at the same time, 
pitchers who throw 130 pitches don't come around often anymore. So if Blake Snell said he, he was done, then he's done. And that's kind of what Bob Melvin said. But I, I, I get what you're saying, Ed. It's not a thought or anything because I would have liked to see the Cy Young as well, or the Cy Young, the no-hitter as well. And I fully expected Blake Snell to come out for the eighth inning, but he didn't. I was fully expecting him to not come out for the eighth inning. Oh, aren't you better than me? 104 pitches, you kind of knew he was done, especially with the way Melvin uses his pitching staff. There was no way at 104 that he was going to come out. And then to hear what Melvin said last night, saying that Snell was telling him, I I want to, but I don't think it's going to work out. And that's... Pretty much, yeah, and, and you know made what? His decision even easier. Yeah, it did make his decision way easier because Bob Melvin was probably thinking, "Oh my goodness, I have a huge decision to make here because if I take him out, people are going to be mad at me. If I leave him in, people are going to be mad at me." But really, it only matters that Blake Snell was the one who actually pulled himself out of the game last night. It sounds like here's another tweet from Edgar. Edgar is. Um, not sharing the same optimism that uh, we are, Frank, or I am at least. And that's okay. okay, because I know it's not for everyone. This It's too late in the season for a lot of people. And it's I, called the equal time segment on the show. Uh, sure. Spring training started early this year. Good job on seven in a row, but honestly, nothing exciting about it. I fully disagree with you about nothing exciting about it. But I, 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 really, I really do think that... Um, uh, th- this seven-game win streak is very important for the team going forward because they had to come together at some point. They had to prove to themselves that they can win, and they've had to, in the last week or so in this win streak, they've had to come from behind a couple times when this year coming from behind to win games late has not been good for the Padres. And they won their first one-run game since July 21st today, which is kind of insane. And it would have been a one-run game last night, except for Xander Bogarts hit the the walk-off and uh, Trent Grisham was on base. So I guess we can't really say much about that. But Xander Bogarts, Ed, you were saying about him coming on. Yes, he is absolutely coming on, and I'm hoping that this just launches him into the next season. Uh, We've seen some good Xander Bogarts this year. We saw the good Xander Bogarts in the beginning of the season, he his wrist started hurting and then he's fought his way back. I can't imagine honestly trying to uh trying to to work your way back from an injury and doing it while you're still playing. Like think about my shoulder. We've talked about my shoulder in Kaiser Permanente ads all year because my shoulder really does hurt. I've heard them all too. Yeah, I know you have. Five or six times a night. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry for you actually. <laughs> um but my shoulder has been hurting and I can't imagine trying to like trying to play base or major league baseball with a bad wrist and a bad shoulder or whatever, it just wouldn't be easy. And so Xander Bogarts has had to tough it out this year. And he has now, I guess I sound a little too cheery for some people. And I agree. I'm a little too cheery. I am. This season has been disappointing. This season has been downright bad. This season has been completely opposite of what we all thought this season was going to be. But if there was a point in this year for it to happen, I'm glad it's happening now because I'd rather them win out or whatever they're going to do here on this win streak instead of them doing it like in early August and then not and then fading out the rest of the season. These guys could have easily packed it up and headed into the offseason. And again, 
it's pretty incredible to me how the team is playing through some of the most damaging news of the entire year coming out in the past week. And they, this run is not meaningless. I, I will respectfully disagree with you there because you've think of what you've done in the last two weeks. You finally took a season. You finally took a series in the regular season against the Dodgers. You have gotten your season-long winning streak, so that's something you can hang your hat on going into the offseason. Like, hey, this season didn't turn out the way we wanted to, but at least we figured something out. And also, as I mentioned to you during the break, you're now going to have a winning record at home this year. You're 42 and 36 at home, so you cannot have oh, yeah. a below. Yeah. You cannot have a 500 record or below at home. You've clinched that already. It's not a it's not a loss of a season. And speaking of being at home, three million fans yeah, have true. gone to games this season. That's nuts. Crushing the single season sellout record. Are you okay? It, yeah. <laughs> crushing the single season sellout record by the beginning of July. You know, I, I feel like I've had three million tweets telling me that people are done with this team so uh i I guess that's not true this hour 97.3 the fan is brought to you by the farmer's dog fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door from i have to read this from better poops to more energy when you switch your dog's food to the farmer's dog the effects can feel magical what sorcery is this none at all it's just real food made for the health of dogs. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. Again, thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. Now stick around, everybody. We have something really important coming up on the station. It is our talk save li- saves lives, and uh, you should stick around for the next couple hours. Uh, it's going to feature Richard Sherman, Ed Sheeran, and more insights from respected mental health professionals. And it's the I'm Listening special. So stick around for that. It's coming up right here at 7 p.m. Uh, mental health is very important to me. I wouldn't be here right now without tackling my mental health problems and trying to continue to tackle my mental health problems. So make sure you're taking care of yourself out there. We do a sports show. It's supposed to be fun. I say crazy things, but in the end, everybody just needs to take care of themselves. And uh, so listen to this. I will be listening on the way home. Thank you, Frank. Tony and I back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 